0: Chatter, the podcast presented by Insight Credit Union. I am your host, Ricky Hazel, and this is episode two of our Stetson Athletics Hatter Chatter podcast. Today, we will have a conversation with our women's golf coach, Danielle Shelburne. Danielle has gone from being an all-conference level player at Stetson to now the head coach of a very outstanding women's golf program. And has gone from being one of three girls in her household growing up to now the mother of two sons. And we'll talk about how that's different for her. So uh, sit back and relax and enjoy our conversation with Daniel Shelburne on this edition of Hatter Chatter, the podcast, presented by Insight Credit Union. Welcome in, Daniel.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you.
0: Good. So, we to get in here and talk not only about you and your program, but, you know, some of, the, some of the stuff that people may not know about you in your, in your history. Obviously, you played golf at Stetson, so you're very familiar. But now you've been back as the coach for four years, kind of, sort of. You took over midway in the middle of the season. <laughs> but talk about what yeah. the transition has been for you from being a player. Did you ever even think about coaching at that point?
1: Yes. So it's what I've always wanted to do, actually. Um As soon as I left Stetson, I always said, I'd love to come back and actually take Coach Kerr's job at some point. And uh, it's kind of funny that it happened that way. Um, But he asked me back to be his assistant after about four or five years of being away, Um, got to come back and coach and um, learned a ton from him. And then uh, he – kind of unexpectedly retired and um, they offered me the position. so it's it's been a little bit of a roller coaster but it's been a lot of fun too.
0: So what were you doing during that transition time between player and coach?
1: So right after school I um, turned professional and was living back at home and was playing uh, in, on a tour called the Suncoast Series is based out of Orlando. Uh, up in Canada on the Canadian Tour and a little bit on the Futures Tour. Uh, so I played about a year and a half. And then after that, um, my now husband, Michael, and I moved to Dayton, Ohio. And I worked at a golf club there uh, as an assistant pro. And so I did that for a couple of years and then got to come back here.
0: A little different uh, atmosphere living in Dayton, Ohio. from. Uh, uh, yeah. Ohio.
1: <laughs> so we've been from – St. Petersburg, Florida, to Dayton, Ohio, to Dallas, Texas, and now DeLand.
0: (laughs) So what was the biggest adjustment for you going to Ohio?
1: Oh, the weather. Oh, my gosh. My car didn't move for months because it was just piled under snow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But summer times up there are great.
1: Oh, it was perfect. And the golf was good and the people were great. So it it was a fun, about 18 months we were there.
0: So once you took over as a head coach in 2017, uh, how long did it take you to feel like it was your team, your program?
1: I would say the spring of 17, it was still very much a transition because everything was very new to everyone, the players, myself. And I even think part of the 17 fall um, was still – I was trying to get my feet under me and, you know, try to figure it out. And I think the players were the same way, you know, trying to um, navigate a new coach and a new process. Um, and I think by the spring of 18, it really felt more like mine. Um, and I think the players were starting to grasp that too.
0: And of course, it's not all been the, the consistent basis for you during this time because not only did you become the golf coach but you also became a mother not once but twice yes
1: so (laughs) exactly the first one uh was actually good timing he was born in june uh so had the summer with him and then picked up and coached again in late august um number two was a little bit uh later with the birthday in august so unfortunately missed half a year but still was involved
0: so just go all the way back to the beginning most people don't realize that when you you grew up in st petersburg but you were probably more known for being a basketball player than you were as a golfer right
1: yeah i played a little basketball uh i played i started playing in sixth grade um played my sixth grade year oh so that you played offense and defense i just wanted to play offense. And the coach was like, well, no, you have to do both. Like that's part of the game. So I knew literally knew nothing <laughs> about basketball. Um, and then come my eighth grade year, I was playing still on the middle school team, but going up on varsity too. Um, and about 1200 points later, um, I got on the thousand point board after my senior season. And I, um, Led our school in three-pointers for a little bit until both of my sisters uh, smashed that record. (laughs) Well,
0: at least you kept it in the (laughs) family. So how how did you juggle being – I mean, basketball is kind of an all-consuming thing. How do you juggle being a scorer on a basketball team and having to dedicate the time to that while also finding time to work on your golf game?
1: So for me, it was actually – it was perfect because – I would play golf like high school golf in the fall and played a lot of tournaments, dedicated a lot of time, um, to the team there. And then it was a nice break to play basketball in the winter. Um, and I really didn't miss that many events, um, junior golf wise. Um, and it was a great way to stay in shape and, um, stay active and kind of get a whole different type of sport, um, more intense and more team oriented too. So I enjoyed it. And like I said, it was a great break. And then I was ready for spring time and playing and practicing again.
0: So when your high school career is coming to an end, you've got to decide where you're going to college. How does Stetson come into the mix? Uh,
1: well, so coach Kerr recruited me and he recruited me pretty good. Um, came on a visit here, really enjoyed the school, the campus. Um, and I got to go on some pretty good other visits too. I went up to the university of Louisville, um, saw their campus, their practice facility, um, got to go to a game, a football game, um, went to Ole miss. And that was really nice too. Um, checked out all the Florida schools as well. Um, but for some reason, Stetson, just felt like home. And that's what I tell people too, when they come, you're, you're going to love it. I mean, you step on the campus and you just feel like this is where you belong. Um, So I had that feeling. And like I said, I had opportunities to go to some pretty good other schools. Um, But for some reason, just this is where I ended up.
0: Do you feel like that's partly because of, the private school upgrade, bringing in a smaller school. You, you maybe gravitate more to a smaller school.
1: Absolutely. I think I had a graduating class of forty-three students in high school, and so I wasn't ready either to go from forty-three students to forty thousand um, at the college level. So I think that had a big impact on my upbringing and my background too, on where I went to college.
0: So you come into Stetson in the fall of 2006. What are your expectations for being a freshman member of a collegiate golf team for the first time?
1: Um, well, I, my goal obviously was to play right away. Um, that was a deciding factor on where I went to school too, is I wanted to come in and make an impact wherever I went. And I, I, Don't remember too much about our first couple events, um, but I do know that that fall in October, I won my first Collegiate event um, right here at DeBerry. And um, I think after that, I kind of knew that I was in the right place. I was definitely comfortable after that, um, and I kind of made an impact that way.
0: You didn't just win that first event, but set a school record with a 68 in the first round. You got you got to feel like that's the way to start a career.
1: Yeah, and on that six also there was a bogey or two in that round as well, so uh could have been even better.
0: So you finished the year and you finished 7th in your first A Sun championship. You got to feel like the sky's the limit.
1: I don't remember that but <laughs> uh <laughs> Thanks for uh, reminding me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, overall, the great freshman year it was a good, I think I was on the freshman team that year. Um, and the conference was pretty, comp- um, it is now too, but when I was, I, um, I remember playing against Campbell and East Tennessee State and um, some real powerhouses back then as well.
0: So you move on into your sophomore year and you uh, finished uh, your first team All-A Sun as a sophomore. Um, So obviously you kept playing at a high level and and they kept going from there. You you didn't finish as high in the A-Sun championship that year. I will tell
1: you – that a Sun Championship. It was snowing on us. Oh wow! So the weather conditions were not as well, not as good for these us Florida people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where was that played?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, remember where it was played?
1: Uh, it played up in, uh, I think up in Tennessee at East Tennessee's course. I got gotcha.
0: you. So you go on you uh, as a junior you. Uh... You're the A tournament champion, you're golf world national player of the week, your first team all A I mean, nothing could have been better than that junior year.
1: Yeah, it was pretty special. It was. And it was almost it was surreal in a way. Like I can't believe all this is happening. And going into the A Championship that year, we were not expected to win. Uh far from it. Um, Campbell was Considered much better than us. East Tennessee was considered much better than us Um, And I remember coming down the last hole the final round at Victoria Hills and I was standing on the last tee box and I just come off birdie birdie on 16 and 17 and Coach Kerr comes up to me on the tee box. He said you have to make a par on this hole and (laughs) I I tell that to my players now and say would you want to know like where you stand? If it came down to it, if the title was on the line, would you want to know like what you had to make? And, um, I, I remember hitting my drive. It was good drive. Remember the second shot. And then I hit my, it was a par five. I hit my third shot in to about 10 feet. So two putt makes a par. And, uh, and I did, and, um, we went on to win that year and it was so exciting.
0: So turn forward now to 2019-2020, and you've got your team playing at a high enough level where you're thinking about, you know, this is our chance to get back there. Talk about how this team developed and came together this year. Even though you missed a lot of the fall, you were still involved, but how this team came together and and where they had a chance to go.
1: Yeah, I think it's a combination of a, f- a few years coming. I think that our juniors have developed so much and have grown so much. Um, And I think this year more than ever, the team camaraderie was there. Um, And I think that makes all the difference in the world with, with any group, you know, if the team is getting along and they're pulling for one another and they're cheering for each other uh, that that's the making of a great team. And gosh, I, I really do think this year would have been our year. Um, you never really know because anything can happen with golf. Um, but we were playing really well, and I I give a lot of credit to Ailey and um, her leadership in the fall and the way they you know played all their events. Then uh, with a couple team wins, all top fives, um, and then we moved right into the spring with the same mentality of you know 295 is not good enough you know we need we need to shoot for better and so yeah i i'm disappointed with how things ended
0: but you've got to be excited with knowing there's a chance that everybody could be back and we talked about this after the season your top four players were within 0.3 of a shot within of, of their averages of, of being together. I mean, that's incredible yeah, when you, that's you amazing. think about the consistency.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and that's also what makes them so good is that anyone could be our so-called number one player on a given day. You know, we, it wasn't like we had a go-to person every tournament. Um, and, yeah, for them to be within less than half a stroke of each other after – the entire season it's pretty impressive
0: so obviously all teams are become kind of a family but I know Michael has been involved a lot with your program and the girls have really taken to Brooks and Hudson and everybody's kind of together how important is that for you and the dynamic to not only having a successful team but having a team where everybody's healthy and happy
1: oh it's huge and I I think that's part of our team culture too. Is I want my team to feel comfortable in my home, around my family, um, around my kids. I want them to know that you know they have a place here, um, and you know them being open to Michael and Brooks and Hudson, and you know having them out at the facility occasionally and. Um, Brooks running around and intercepting their putts and, um, you know, throwing golf balls at them. It's, uh, I think it, it lightens it a little bit too, um, you know, and it's, it's huge. I think it's – I'm grateful um, for the team that I have both at home and at work.
0: So let's talk a little bit about that team and those players. Yeah, two seniors, Justine Lauer and Erica. I never pronounce her name correctly. <laughs> Nager. Neger. Yep. Um, Erica, coming off a really bad year last year, where she dealt with a lot of injuries and a lot of other issues, came back like a house of fire all year this year. Justine obviously set the world on fire in the fall with, I mean, set broke your broke records in the in that uh, FIU tournament both for a single round and and tournament score, um, played outstanding. Just talk a little bit about those two seniors.
1: Yeah, I think um, Erica coming off such a rough season her junior year shows a lot about her character and her determination and her drive. Because honestly, coming off a year like that where she only really played one event um, all year and then coming back this fall, a totally different person, um, new attitude. Um, like she had something to prove and I felt like she was back to the Erica. We met her freshman year where she came in and she was working hard on her game. She was ready to play. She was ready to compete and nothing was going to stop her. Um, and it was, it was really good to see. And I'm so proud of her for that because a lot of times after a season she had, you could have, she could have just wrote it off and said, you know what, it's my senior year. I'm not going to even really bother. Um, but she did the opposite and she came in and man, she was playing so well too. Um, confident. And, um, she knows like she would like to turn professional at some point, um, whether that's this summer or next summer, um, I think that's definitely gonna happen. And this past season showed that she's willing to put in the work um, to get to that level.
0: And Justine um, obviously played tremendously in the fall. She started, to, she started out a little slow in the spring, but fall was just outstanding.
1: Yeah, fall was absolutely outstanding. And I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, her comfort level at Stetson, um, getting into the groove, And gosh, you know, I didn't get to see her play, but from what I heard and from what Cody told me and her scores, I mean, she was unstoppable. Um, And I know she had a rough couple rounds um, the start of this. But I think for me, it was instilling in her that we were confident in her and we believed in her um, that she was going to get it back on track and, she definitely was starting to um, in Hawaii and uh, going down the stretch there.
0: in addition to those two seniors, you had the juniors, Hannah and Sarah, who, I mean, all four of those players, as we talked about, finished within a half a shot of each other. All four of them had won a conference player of the week award at some point in their career. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible to, to see that. And, and And probably the most talented of the bunch is Hannah.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> Hannah has raw talent. I mean, it's it's one of those things. And I remember Hannah was kind of my first recruit um at Stetson. First one I ever went out and watched. And um so strong and so athletic. Um and I think her skills are starting to become refined and that's why we're seeing her play so much more consistently and play so much better. Uh, And I, I'm excited to see what she and Sarah will bring next year and um, where their games are going to continue to grow.
0: Sarah amazes me in the fact that she has the ability to not only focus on her golf game, but to focus on a tremendous academic load that she's taking, trying to get ready for medical school.
1: Yeah. And she, Sarah Sarah has one of the greatest personalities because she is one of the funniest people I know. Um, but when it comes down to it, she is so focused on her schoolwork and focused on her golf. Um, she wants to be the best. Um, and whatever that takes, she's going to work to get it. Um, and you're right. She wants to be, she wants to go to medical school. She wants to be a plastic surgeon. She she has all these dreams and aspirations, and I have no doubt that she won't get there.
0: And, you know, I, I love all of those girls, but my favorite player on the team is Megan.
1: <laughs>
0: she is, I've never been around someone who thanks you for everything you do. It's like every time you take a breath, oh, thank you. She's the politest, nicest kid I've ever, worked, ever seen.
1: And I have to say that every single player on our team would completely agree with that that Megan is the nicest person you'll ever meet. Um, She's just wonderful. I mean, she's the type of person where, (laughs) okay, I have to tell a story. Um, We're going on our first trip and she was, it was her first trip at Stetson with us. And I think she had qualified first or second. And so how we pick seats in the van is how you qualified. Um, and so there's of course seats that people want and prime seats. And, uh, I forget who picked first, but they picked their seat and then Megan was going to pick next. And she's like, Oh, I don't, I don't care where I sit. Like just wherever you all want to sit, I'll take the last seat. And it's like, Megan, no, you earned that spot, (laughs) but she's the type of person who would give her shirt off her back for you. Um, just an incredible human.
0: And she had stretches this year where she played extremely well as well. Yeah, and it's, it's got to be, it's got to be where it's a difficult choice to figure out who the five players you're gonna play are.
1: You have no idea. <laughs> 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 um, there's a lot of conversation that goes into that every single event, and it is hard because they all bring something different to the table. Um, you could say that, you know, obviously, we've talked about um those six, but then you've got a few others, Wendy, Bianca, Caitlin. I mean, they all could be in the mix, too. And so it's um, it's hard. It's really hard. It's
0: only going really to get, get more difficult next year. I know. Everybody back, and you bring in more talented players. I know.
1: And I, I like to say it's a good problem to have, but it's also – a struggle because they're all deserving in some way or another.
0: And there's only room in the van for so many.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: so let's go back and, uh, I got a, I got a few questions that just kind of talk about you and your, and your growth and upbringing and sports. So who was your role model growing up and why was were they your role model?
1: Oh my. Um, tough question because there's a few, um, I'd have to say my dad definitely Um, he's a coach also. And so kind of looking up to him and the way he coaches and the way he treats people and um, the integrity he has and the love of the game he has um, was really instilled in me. Um, I would say also my pops who, passed away this past August um, is the same way. Uh, he so competitive, um, ultra conservative, um, but the best guy. And um, so those two definitely are huge role models for me um, in that part of my life. Um, on the, the mom's side, um, my own mother And, you know, how she raised us and um, the importance of remembering that when you go play, it is just a game. (laughs) Even if you lose, um, it's just a game. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. I think that's – those are both huge parts of who make me who I am.
0: Is your dad a golf coach?
1: He is. And a basketball coach.
0: So that's why you wind up playing those two sports, I assume. Yes. Did you ever play anything <laughs> else?
1: Yeah. He coached me um, in both.
0: Did you ever did you ever play any other sports?
1: No. That was it. I no. Think. My sister, my middle sister, played um, soccer and track and field along with basketball and golf. Um, and then my youngest sister um, just played basketball and golf.
0: So you've spent now four years as a player at Stetson and now four years as a coach at Stetson. Can you pick one thing that's the highlight moment of your time as a Hatter?
1: Um, I think winning the A-Sun Championship was and is the highlight to this point. Um, I think there's more to come, and I think there's things that will beat that out. But so far, that's, that's been it.
0: So what's been your biggest challenge since arriving at Stetson? How did you uh, overcome that?
1: You know, I feel like any challenge I've had, I've taken it in stride, and I've learned from it. Um, it's hard to pinpoint one particular thing that we've overcome. Um, I've been really fortunate to have – a great um, relationship with a donor who's helped us tremendously um, move in the right direction. Um, Overall, challenge-wise, I can't really pinpoint one thing that sticks out.
0: Insight Credit Union is a proud partner of Stetson University Athletics. Insight has been bringing better banking to Central Florida for nearly 85 years. Insight Credit Union is your local go-to for lower rates on auto and other loans, credit cards, and more. Insight Credit Union and you, better together. So what motivates you every day?
1: Oh, My two boys. Um, they motivate me, my husband. Um, I think the determination to to get better every day, both as a parent, a spouse, a coach, a friend. Uh, I think all those things rolled up is what gets me out the door.
0: So you grew up in a house full of girls. Now you're on the other end of that. It's different.
1: <laughs> I am. How is that different for you? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different. There's a lot of um, testosterone going on.
0: <laughs> not, not something you can lean on your mom for with help. No,
1: not at all. Um, but gosh, it's so much fun. And I know the next couple of years are going to be even better. Um, Brooks is at an age, he'll be three in June, where... He's communicating with us. He's playing. Um, he, he's so active. Um, and I just can't wait for Hudson to get a little bit older so that they can interact a little bit more because the Shelburne house is going to be crazy when that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what is your most treasured childhood memory, something non-sports that, that, that just sticks out in your mind from growing up?
1: I guess I remember childhood memory. I remember my sister, my youngest sister being born. Um, we're 10 years apart. And so <laughs> my mom probably won't like this story, but she was actually delivered in our driveway at our house. They didn't make it to the hospital. And so I remember being in the house and my dad on the 911 call you know and getting ready to del- deliver this baby and uh so that was that's probably my most remembered moment um of my childhood um but there's there's several i mean growing up with another sister who's only 2 years younger we had so many battles and um probably one of my best friends now um as adults,
0: did you have any game day rituals or, or uh, superstitions that you followed, and are there any you follow now? No, no, nothing. No,
1: nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I know some golfers; they definitely they have superstitions, but never did.
0: You didn't uh, start off your practice with a one one club <clears throat> and work your way through,
1: or nope, grab whatever
0: came out of the bag first, nope.
1: No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so how do you like to spend your time away from being coach and mom? What what other hobbies? Is there time other than coach and mom?
1: <sighs> Not much time. Um, I enjoy laying out by the pool with a good book. Um, I, I like some terrible reality TV shows. What do watch um, oh. We watch a show called Below Deck. Um, we watch Survivor. <laughs> we watch Real Housewives <laughs> we, <laughs> The Bachelor. Um, some of these shows I have to watch so I can keep up with the conversations in the van though. So makes sense. Makes sense.
0: <laughs> so what are you reading? Sorry? What are you reading now?
1: Well, I love a good Nicholas Sparks book, um, Hopeless Romantic. Um, But I recently gave a book to my team, and I can't think of the name of it right now, um, that we read. And I listened to this guy speak at the convention this past December. Um, Dr. Cook, I believe his name was, and he was fascinating. But it's all about golf psychology. Um, and how do you make yourself be the best you can be? And so um, I gave a copy to all the players at the beginning of the spring and got a lot of good feedback from them on it.
0: Good. So tell me about your closest brush with fame. Who was it? Where was it? When was it? Like I always tell people my the, the closest brush to fame I've ever had was I met – President George W. Bush in the press box at Rosenblatt Stadium in Omaha.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> Met, um, is it Pudge? Pudge Rodriguez?
0: Yeah.
1: Met him at a golf tournament um, in Dallas that my club was hosting. Got a picture with him, and then I found out that it was one of Michael's favorite players growing up. 'Cause he was a catcher. So, Hall of Famer. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's do some let's do some quick hitters. The first thing that pops into your head. What's your favorite breakfast cereal?
1: Cheerios.
0: Who's your favorite cartoon character?
1: Mickey Mouse. Favorite superhero. <laughs> oh Spider Man.
0: Alright, what is your hidden superpower?
1: Oh. I don't have one. <laughs>
0: What's your guilty pleasure?
1: Chocolate.
0: Uh, where would you, what would be the place you want to go for your dream vacation?
1: Uh, Fiji.
0: Celebrity Crush when you were 12 years old.
1: Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Favorite movie? Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, the Notebook.
0: Who was your first concert? Oh. And who have you not seen that you want to see?
1: Gosh, I probably was like in sync or the Backstreet Boys. Um, who do I want to see? Luke Combs.
0: Okay, what what music are you listening to now? Country. Country. Um, place you go when you need some time alone.
1: <laughs> uh, probably out to the practice facility.
0: Uh, your go-to karaoke song.
1: Oh, I do not sing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no three people, living or dead, you want to have dinner with?
1: Oh. <clears throat> Tough question. Uh, I would say my pops. Um, you had... George W. Bush coming to my head, so President Bush, um, Condoleezza Rice.
0: Interesting, interesting grouping. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, couple of things we haven't talked about, um, Ailey Watson and the job she has done mm-hmm. for the Stetson Women's Golf Program, obviously taking over in the fall while you were on maternity leave, but what has she meant to you personally and also to this program?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, to me, she, she's become like family to me, um, literally, like a sister, um, such a good friend, someone who I trust completely, um, someone who takes care of our kids. Um, she's exactly what this team needed and what I needed um, when she came on, I guess, two years ago now her energy and her passion and her desire really have rubbed off on the players. Um, and I think that she's been such an asset to us. Um, she worked so hard in the fall while I was home and I'm so grateful for her, um, to allow me to, to have done that, to spend time with Hudson. And, um, you know, if she wasn't here, I don't know how that would have worked. And so, Um, I can't thank her enough for for so many things that she's been in my life.
0: You mentioned the practice facility. What does that mean, not only for your program, but for the men's program?
1: Yeah. um, You know, never really thought it would be a reality until, you know, Sandy walked through that door four years ago now. Um, And it is a huge recruiting tool. Um, but more than that, it's where our players have gotten so much better. Um, I think that the results that we saw this year is based on the practice facility and having access to that and the players being able to go out there whenever they want to practice and not be restricted on time or anything like that. Um, so it's, it's been huge. And at this point now, we feel like we're more at a level playing field as some of our other competition.
0: So what's the future hold for Stetson Women's Golf?
1: Oh, I think it's only going to get better. I really do. Um, you know, we, there's so many exciting things to come, and our players are getting better. We're getting better um, student-athletes to come to Stetson and I think you're gonna see some great things in the next couple years.
0: All right, you're off the hot seat. Thank (laughs) you for joining us on Hatter Chatter, the podcast today. Uh, We look forward to uh, seeing what all the women's golf program has to accomplish
1: in the future. Thank you, Ricky.
0: for today's podcast with danielle shelbert i want to thank her for dialing in and having a conversation with us today on hatter chatter the podcast and uh, we'll come back again very soon with another edition of the podcast and remember always go hatters
1: Gohatters.photoshelter.com is your one-stop shop for all
0: of the most memorable moments from your favorite Stetson teams. Game day and event photos are available for purchase directly on the website. Show your Stetson pride and log on to gohatters.photoshelter.com to get your photos today.